Welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Matt, Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe and tell a friend. Yeah, and also, like, do the thing that you like. Like, actually like something. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're listening on Apple, do the five stars thing. Like, if you're on mm-hmm. whatever, like, do the actual, like, do it right now. Like, literally, it takes, like, a freaking mac- microsecond yep. to do it. Just, just do it. You're barreling down the interstate. Pull over. Put your hazards on. And Don't do even it. pull over. Get on your phone on the interstate. Who gives a shit? The rules are no texting and driving. Not liking a podcast and driving. Come on. As you speak for yourself there. I'm not going to encourage reckless driving. Reckless invasions of Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genocide. <laughs> Maybe. Do the like. Yep. Do Damn it. it. It's so much less effort than like going to TikTok or like writing us an email so like yep. if you don't want to do those just do the do the like or the rating mm-hmm. five yep. stars please honestly i don't give a shit do one star who cares bad press is good press yep that's not quite the same bad any press is good press that's it. there it is um i suppose that is the implication of the saying yeah. uh do check us out on tiktok though that, at just us losers pod we're occasionally tiktok famous yeah we have not been since but it's fine well, it's okay, because House of the Dragon and Rings of Power are coming out, so we can say some interesting and slightly racist things about them. And True. And that'll get some good I don't like going. black dwarves! <laughs> <laughs> uh, People are the worst. Usually. See, the thing is, like, you're, even you're like, uh, like, it's supposed to be like, a thing for, like, England. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't even give a shit. Like, what's the point? Who cares? <laughs> I've just kind of accepted that it's not Lord of the Rings at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They just stole a bunch of copyrighted characters and ideas and are trying to profit off the, the likeness a little bit. Yeah. Disgusting. Uh, Matt, what you been up to? It's a great question. Not it's a lot. A question I've been asking myself. We did start our uh, biannual rewatch of How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Biannual? Every two years, roughly. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Yep. I always mix up semi and bi. Yeah. I'm semi-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yep. That show's good. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. Uh, I know that everyone is either like a Parks and Rec or an office or a um, friends person. Um, or there's Are a those few... the three? There's a few stuck-up uh, Seinfeld people out there, but um, most of those Frasier. are the three. Frasier's one. Frasier's that is follow. true. Okay. There's a yeah. There's probably a, a generation older than us. There's some Frasier people in there. I'm a Parks and Rec person, personally. Yep. But I mean, how much your mother? It, it the problem is so many people didn't like the ending when it first came out that they just kind of have a an impression that they don't like the show. Yeah. Even if you don't like the ending. And I think on a rewatch, you do come around on it a little yeah. bit. It's nine seasons, 23 and a half or however many episodes of really high quality stuff. And then just that last little bit. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. Even if I didn't like the ending, which like I said, I'm coming around on it. I think I wouldn't have a problem with that. Do you think Game of Thrones has a similar or different experience? Uh, I think Game of Th- Thrones, the problem is you more had four good seasons and then four increasingly bad seasons with a couple of really nice highlights along the way. But do you think people think the whole show is bad because of that? 
I think people tend to be pretty discerning about that one. Um, because it is somehow more, I don't know. Um, because people have such negative impressions coming off the, the end of it. And I imagine it's more difficult with a show like that to just watch the first four seasons and be like, okay, this is great. I'm just going to turn it off now or I'm going to keep watching and put myself through it. I wonder if it has a slightly different experience because, uh, the ending of How I Met Your Mother was universally disliked. Mm-hmm. But I feel like something that happened with Game of Thrones is because it was like it kind of got progressively not as good. Mm-hmm. People have different thresholds. So like a lot of people like it through season six. A lot of people like it through season seven. Mm-hmm. Some people liked season eight, but like they those may have gotten are wrong. Well, we'll just the, say that like those right people yeah. may have gotten bullied out of speaking out against it. Yeah. That like now they say they don't like it, but like they actually kind of like it. But it's kind of this like. You know, fandoms are all toxic. Like, oh, yeah. th- and so, like, the fact that there is controversy means that there's less of a thing you can say about a general opinion of the show. Mm-hmm. The show, I would say, on average, is good. Like, it is a good show. Yeah. Um. It, and but I feel like there are some people that are just like, kind of like how I met your mother, so mm-hmm. embittered by the last bit. Yep. Um. That they're like, oh, the whole show is bad. And it's like, go back and watch the first season again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> first season like it looks like a tv show but oh my goodness yeah um and it's not even it's not even just because it hewed so closely to the book there are two of my favorite scenes in the entire show are ones that are not from the book that are in the first season yeah um there's the the conversation between uh robert and uh sir barristan and uh jamie lannister about their first kills mm-hmm. Ooh, chills every time so good yeah anyway not the show i'm talking about yeah (laughs) (laughs) how i met your mother so you know how a lot of these shows there's kind of a a ramp up period where you have to get to know the characters a little bit and Mm -hmm. you're kind of the first few episodes of a a show are kind of difficult and if you can get through it then smooth sailing from there our uh our recurring shit's creek problem yeah we have watched the first six episodes and they're like yeah they're, they're fine but we don't have any investment to want to continue watching but you haven't you tried it and still haven't finished or uh, you we, haven't, again? we haven't got past six God, you gotta get I, know. Past six. I know um, like now's when it starts getting good like the next episode it's like I, it starts getting good i rationally understand this but i don't care <laughs> that i'm gonna interrupt you again for another discussion because i also haven't been to a whole lot up to a whole lot um okay. that's really interesting that some people are willing to do it for some shows and not for others. Mm-hmm. So like you know of, there are shows that you like shows or movies that you like that you're willing to get past the rough several mm-hmm. to get to the good ones. I'm drawing a blank on several because my, because Kaylin is the opposite from you. She is totally willing to get past the first mm-hmm. bit of Shit's Creek. Um, but there are other movies and shows that I want her to watch. Like, Oh, Parks and Rec is a good one. Yeah. The first season's rough, like, because they didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, we, uh, we had the same problem with Parks and Rec. We got yeah. three or four episodes in, and we're like, this is fine. Maybe Did you we'll finish it? it? Did you ever finish it? No. You never finished, got through it? Um, It's just like, and like, I, I personally, same thing with The Office. Like, I haven't watched the full show because I don't really want to get through the first season. Mm-hmm. But also, I've been told that I can just skip the first season, which I probably will. Yeah, I almost had the opposite problem with The Office. I enjoyed the first season. I was on board with it pretty early, I felt like. Mm. Um, but it 
falls off a cliff hard. Yeah. And so I never finished it. I just like, what do you think about that idea, given being someone who... I, that yeah, there are two different shows that you have that. Yeah, issue no, with. it's a it's an interesting phenomenon. Um, and because I, I do rationally understand that probably if I watch this show, show all the way through, I will really enjoy it. I'll get a lot out of it. Um, but it's just kind of a the problem is then if I don't enjoy the first few episodes, it doesn't latch itself into my imagination to where I'm actively thinking about going to watch it. Mm. So if I'm thinking about going to watch something. Right now, the thing that's rattling around the back of my head that I'm going to watch next is probably season six of Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. which this is annoying. Um, I got a AMC plus free trial and I was just going to binge through the entirety of season six uh-huh. and they only had the second half of season six. Oh, God. So I canceled that subscription and I'll probably just have to buy the season on Amazon mm-hmm. rather than because I don't want to wait a year for it to be on Netflix and get a whole bunch of spoilers. Yeah. I want to see what happens. I'm excited love that show yeah uh anyway yeah it's just i i think it is a problem that it's not if there's not something that's compelling me to watch it so say i'm watching it with hannah or i need to watch it for some podcast specific purpose you know we've got a, a watched avatar because i don't remember why i watched Avatar. we did the anime show yeah, well that's right one because you needed to watch one because i needed to watch it that was an important <laughs> bit of cultural enrichment that's anime i'm an avatar yeah you watch avatar. um yes yes needed to do it for podcast related purposes yeah it's just it's not part of my mind Mm -hmm. when i'm thinking about watching something i might have to actively write it down and seek it out and i don't have the motivation to do that because i do have other stuff that i want to watch you're less susceptible to social pressure than some people are kaylin that's the thing about weird about kaylin is like she is very susceptible to social pressure Mm -hmm. that's like her main drive to do anything is social pressure to do it Mm mm-hmm but I guess I don't count as social pressure. I'm like, you need to watch Parks and Rec. Like, get past the first <laughs> season, but you need to watch Parks and Rec. She's like, I don't want to. I'm like, I don't count. I am yep. not a person. She yeah. doesn't care what I think. It's great. Yeah. It's fine. That's what a marriage is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. You get so comfortable with people that it's... Uh... They stop counting as people. Yeah. No, I mean, I see this all the time at work. I'll have kids come in, and they're smart kids, and they have parents who are engineering professors or something where they're ridiculously good at math or math teachers every now and then. And they're just like, yeah, I can't teach my kid. Yeah. It's a weird little phenomenon. Yeah. Glitch in your human reasoning there. I think whenever we, if we ever get back to content, I think it would be an interesting couple of episodes to do like good shows with bad endings and good show with bad beginnings. Mm-hmm. And I do. Well, yeah, no, uh, I have been rattling around the idea in the back of my head that, ending a tv show is hard yeah we, we talk about this talk a lot about, yeah it's always hard yeah well so is starting a tv show clearly it well a lot of these kind of sitcom loosey-goosey kind of ones it is a little harder to get off the ground because mm-hmm. again it's more about the characters and the, the actors even and the writers kind of settling into the rhythm of what the show should right. feel like and what their tone is and what they're what they're trying to do um a more serious show. I feel like a lot of these more serious dramas where someone comes in with a really focused vision start really strong. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of house of cards in particular, right? That first season is astounding. Yeah. Some of the best TV ever made. If you ask me, and then it just kind of gradually declines from there. Yeah. But back to how I met your mother, I think how I met your mother kind of avoids that early episode slump. And I think part of it is that they just, they did come in with a pretty confident tone. And I think they did have at least some of the underlying vision laid out already. Right. Um, Which again, if you go in knowing the ending, you 
kind of pick up on a lot of stuff. Um, and it, it does color the experience a little bit. Yeah. It's also just really well crafted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Amazon. We're watching it on Amazon. Um, even though they're evil and you know, they have like the little, little adjectives that describe the show and it's like, uh, laugh out loud or whatever. Right. One of them for how much your mother is cerebral, which <laughs> I pointed out and made fun of the first time I saw it, but it kind of totally is not like inception cerebral, but they pay a lot of attention to the, the construction of the writing and stuff. Yeah. Um, they do a fun thing in one of the episodes early on where they, the, the pineapple incident episode, mm-hmm. um, Ted wakes up, he black got blackout drunk the night before there's a pineapple in his nightstand and a girl in his bed. And he doesn't know how the pineapple got there or who the girl is. Right. And as the episode kind of starts going, you're like, Oh, I know where this is going. And they, they sort of lead you up to this plot twist. And then they yank the rug out from under you and double plot twist it on you. Mm. And it's unexpected and really satisfying. Very Mm. well done. There's one, uh, I haven't seen the show all the way through. I did watch, start watching a lot of it way back when it was like my girlfriend in high school or something. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that I, I think about this all the time, whenever I see a clip of um, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. uh, with shows like that that are the kind of the sitcom thing, when they set up rules or realities within the show, mm-hmm. but don't stick to it yeah. for the entire show. And the thing that I always think about is there's an episode where Captain Holt says, you can tell when I'm lying when I use conjunctions or not conjunctions uh, contractions mm-hmm. like don't rather than do not mm-hmm. but that doesn't never comes back it never comes back he uses contractions everywhere like mm-hmm. all the time and it's just like i i get bothered by shows that don't like stick to those you're lying you said don't uh, well yeah i do that's true uh no uh <laughs> it's like yeah. It's easier to not set rules that you have to stick yep. to, but if you're going to make rules like that, you have to make sure that you stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, shows that, like, I mean, like, magic, things that have to do with magic, because we've talked about this, there's a whole tick, we have a TikTok about it, like, magic mm-hmm. rules, like, uh, you have to set, no, we don't have a TikTok about the rules, we have to TikTok about the people, if it's focus on the people and the magic. Right. Um, magic needs to have rules, and you have to stick to the rules. Yep. Um, does, how I met your mother do that very well like where if they do they like set rules for how people are and then they maintain it i think so okay um i think they do uh they they are really good at carrying things through from season to season and then paying them off in satisfying ways Mm -hmm. Um, i'm thinking of the the slap bet yep for example that's uh just they they made that and they put that in their back pocket and they're like oh we're gonna use this on a rainy day over and over again it it pays out really nicely a show that does a really good job of it that this is because I started watching those two, the two shows at the same time, Brooklyn Nine Nine and Rick and Morty. Mm. Rick and Morty does a really good job of setting the rules, yep, and then sticking to it or making it even like harder to violate it. Like, right? Or they do something like it's he completely. I, I think that's kind of just Dan Harmon's writing because mm-hmm. Community does it too. Like there are things that like establish in Community that maintain through the rest of things. Okay. Um. So, yeah, something I care about. I should watch Community. You should watch Community. It's kind of fun. It's one I'm. I should watch the first six watching. seasons of Community. Okay, I think it's six. 
what happens after that google it there's there's one point where it's just like it gets bad mm. um just like the office in brooklyn 99 well yeah exactly also um, here's a controversial opinion for you tiktok everyone says the office gets bad after michael leaves office was bad two seasons before that Office falls off cliff after season five. Mm. You can feel it. They're just spinning their wheels. They've run out of good ideas. It's yeah. depressing. Yep. Not as depressing as Arrested Development season five. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? I haven't seen any of Arrested Development. Oh. There are only three seasons. Okay. Sounds good. Now, are these like Jump the Shark moments or are these just like... Because Jump the Shark moment is like... That's the moment that it... It reaches critical mass of ridiculousness and yeah parody i can't remember if it's like it, the show is bad before like just before the jump the shark moment or the jump the shark moment is the moment that it gets bad uh jump the shark moment so jump the shark uh originated in good times with fawns is that what it's called good times happy days happy days yeah yeah the one with the one with fawns yeah yeah and he literally jumps a shark jumps like, over yeah. a shark um, and it, I think that the show had become stale at that point and the jump, the shark moment was an attempt to revitalize it that ended up gotcha. becoming a point of critical massive ridiculousness where yeah. it degenerated into self parody. Okay. So it is like, it's, it's a symptom of the show has already lost its, yeah. uh, its spark and it's trying again, but it's not good. Yeah. I don't know if either of those had a specific, uh, shark jumping moment i think the office just kind of withered on the vine yeah um and arrested development they made three good seasons and told a good interesting story with it um and had room for further stuff beyond that but yeah killed it um and then season four came along and was not great uh once netflix picked up the rights Mm -hmm. um and season five is the most soul-sucking oppressively just I think of it and I have this impression that it was in black and white. <laughs> it wasn't, but it's just all the sets feel empty. None of the actors feel like they're, there's anyone actually there. They just set hmm. up a camcorder and are sort of walking around mouthing things at each other. It's, it's, just, it's a weird feeling. That's a bummer. I love that it exists, but I also kind of hate it. All right. Cause it's just, it, it's totally unique. Yeah. The first three seasons are, are, are quite good. Have to watch them. Yes. At some point. Yep. Go I want to rewatch Peaky Blinders. I'm I'm sad that it's over. Priorities. I know. I'll put Peaky Blinders on my list after Better Call Saul and Dark. Okay. That'll be my next next long long show. Yeah. It uh aside from, you know, I'll do House of the Dragon and Rings of Power and stuff because I can yell about them. It gets really depressing by the end of it. I don't yes, think I, I ever it. finished. Like, I don't think I ever did. I watched him enough too about like talking mm-hmm. about it. It's just like, like, cause it, it declines into like things falling apart and yep. like, and it, it gets like, I felt dirty by the end of it, but like, that's kind of the point. Like I was yeah. just like, Oh God, it never stops. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite sort of thing. Yeah. All right. Anything yeah. else you want to talk about with how much mother? I feel like we keep, I keep distracting you. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we're only, we're less than a season in. Oh, gotcha. But... No, it's it's really good from the start. And I think if you were turned off by the ending when it originally came out, um, then, you know, give it another chance. If you haven't seen it and have been turned off because everyone hates the ending, give it a chance. Yeah. You will get a lot of enjoyment out of it, even if you don't like the ending. Yeah. 
Which, no, never mind. All right. Good talk. I was going to have a whole conversation about does the ending of a show being bad sour everyone, sour your opinion on the whole show, but we kind of had that conversation yeah, we did. a few minutes ago. We I did think. just have that conversation. I'm not sure. I was zoned out for most of that. All right. It's a good time. Yep. Anything else? No. I think that, I think that really is pretty much it. Okay. What do you got for me? Uh, we started watching Avatar again. Speaking of. Oh, good stuff. We're only like five episodes in, so. Yep. Six, seven. We're in the middle of the winter solstice. No. Yes. Right? Isn't that like the end of season one? No. End of season one is the eclipse. That's right. I was mixing that up. Um, The winter solstice is, it's like he first, he just discovered the spirit realm or spirit world. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. And now he's got to go and talk to Roku. They got to get to the Fire Nation before the solstice hits. They've got like a few days or something like that to get to the Fire Nation Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, God, it's such a good show. Yep. Like it's so goofy in the first like episode or two. Yep. And then it just immediately starts getting like way into like, like they, it take no time getting to the point that, hey, he is, yes, 12 but also he's the avatar and has so much that he needs to do. Yep. Like they waste no time getting to that. And it's like putting the weight of the world on this kid's shoulders. Yep. Um, and it, it's, it's amazing to see the, um, he is already like, he's kind of running away from it. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of that progress from like, he started that you, you learn about this later in the show, but like literally the first thing about him is that he was running away. Yep. And so that's just how he is as a person. And so I love how like later they tie that in, the, like how he was as a person at the beginning where he just tried to sort of, like run away or hide from like, he tried to hide the fact that he was the avatar because he just, mm-hmm. like, doesn't want to be and like all that stuff. And the first kind of half of the first season is him realizing he can't run away from it, uh, but still doesn't know what he's doing. And like yeah. kind of like, it, yeah, he just doesn't know what he's doing at all right now. And yeah, uh, but that doesn't stop his true self from trying to figure it out. Right. Um, and they, and they kind of say it out loud too, several times like guitar is like, well, sure, whatever's going to happen. Like he's going to, he's going to figure out the right thing to do. Yeah. And then there's the great divide, but Oh God, don't, I, we're going to skip that episode. <laughs> I was thinking about it and I, I kind of want to go back and rewatch it with fresh eyes. Uh, you're not going to like it. It's one of those things. <laughs> Probably just, won't. Wasn't that one of those examples where I told you it's going to be bad and you tried to like contradict me and yep. then it was bad? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I love when that happens. That's always fun. Yep. Yep. Does it happen more often than not now? It happens every time. Every time? It's, it's disappointing <laughs> how often it happens. Just happened with Obi-Wan yep. a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's not going to be this bad. Nah, it's yeah, bad. It was. Yep. It really was. Chase scene. See, I at least acknowledge what's really bad. Sometimes we disagree on like what's good or like what's iffy, but like usually not, huh? Usually not. What we usually don't disagree. Yeah, we're just we're we sometimes do every now and then. I feel like we more. I feel like we're close, but we're never like we're rarely on the same exact opinion. Yeah, that's true. Also, it helps that I fluctuate wildly, and you're pretty steadfast in your opinions of things. Exactly. Given that I can far from home <laughs> myself on several things. Yeah, you have just the random walk of opinions. Yep. I want people to. I want us to blow up purely so that somebody can go back and create a supercut of every time I've made a claim about something and then immediately contradicted it like months later. That'd so, Preston doesn't have opinions. 
That's uh, fine. I have opinions. They're just not consistent. Right. And 100% subject to change at every given moment. Yep. Um, yeah, so we're watching that. Uh, I continue to be reading the New 52 stuff. And again, as I say, every single time I'm reading the New 52 things now that I'm getting into the issue, like the volumes mm-hmm. four through seven, uh, it's it's good. Like later on, it gets it gets so much better. Yeah. Um, the right now I'm reading. Uh, so what did I talk about last time? What had I read through last time? Uh, some Green Lantern stuff. Have I had I talked about Green Lantern Corps? Uh, probably where they take over the universe or something. Uh, <laughs> um, wait, opposite the they're draining the thing and then yeah yeah you well that was that. like part of the Green Lantern thing that was like kind of the oh, main okay. story okay um but I love. So Jeff Johns wrote the Green Lantern run, and then he had other people writing the other lines. So Green uh, Green Lantern, New Guardians, Green Lantern Corps, and Red Lanterns. Okay. Um, and all of those have their own story. So I talked about this before where... So the problem with the a lot of the New 52, specifically with uh, the Batman or the Superman stuff, is that you have to read Superman 14, Supergirl 14, Superboy 14, Superman 15. Like, otherwise, right. you get... Uh, oh, a thing happened, and then you flip the page to the first net page of the next issue, and he's across the planet, beat to shit, and, like, things are different. Yep. Um, and so, uh, the reading order, if you go to reading book, comicbookreadingorders.com, um, of, of the... thing. Yeah. Thanks, DC, for uh, necessitating It's not that. just DC. It's also... Marvel also does that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, um, I'm pretty sure I went on there for figuring out the order of some Daredevil stuff at yeah. one point. Um... It says that, and I have the little tags of, like, what order they are in my books of these crossovers of the Third Army, which is when the Guardians were like, hey, uh, so some history on the Guardians and the Green Lantern Corps and stuff is they mm-hmm. made the Manhunters to be the uh, police of the, of the, uh, um, of the world, or mm-hmm. of, the, of, the, of the universe. Uh, they were the first army. Mm-hmm. Um, and they Shouldn't were androids. Shouldn't Manhunter? Huh? Shouldn't it be Manhunter? Men, man hunters, men hunter, men hunting, men. You know, like it's not sister in laws; it's sisters in law, men hunter. It's definitely how that works in this. Okay, this yeah, sure, men hunters, because they hunt. There's multiple of them, and they also hunt men, so they're men hunters. Yeah. Um. No, men hunter. Men hunter. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, I'm being aggressively pedantic and also wrong at the yes. same time, which is about my favorite thing uh, to do. So what happened basically is the the androids had like a glitch in them where they went super insane and murdered a whole bunch of people. Skynet. Specifically, they uh, murdered the entire uh, all living beings in the Sector 666, which uh, is uh, where Atrocitus is from. And that's what his whole... seen that coming. Yeah. yeah. That's where his whole rage comes from is mm-hmm. murder of everybody um it's fair and so they replaced it with people like the green lanterns mm-hmm. uh like willpower and they're like all right people can be we can't you can't have flaws and people and like we can kind of like uh manage this thing and they also have like the alpha green lanterns that are kind of the police of the police sure um and then so the third land or the third army well, custodia- is custodius or whatever uh-huh policing the police who watches the watchman oh who yeah uh the and then they decided that the uh uh, emotions are the problem and so they created the third army which is a they don't really explain where they come from they just um assimilate people like they touch them and then they turn people into these like emotionless beings that okay do th- do whatever the will of the guardians is sure uh and the green lanterns are like hey not 
Coolio. Um, and then they uh, bring back the first lantern. And so this is this one guy who, all right, bear with me. Wow. The Guardians. I made bare hand shapes just because you can't see that on the audio. <laughs> the Guardians forever ago were like, hey, we're going to try to protect the world and blah, blah, blah. We're scientists. Mm-hmm. We're these really cool guys. They were normal, normal people sized. Okay. Um, and this one guy was like, hey, I'm going to I want to go look at what the beginning of the universe looked like. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, nice little weekend trip for you there. And so Krona, that guy, he was like, I'm going to go back. and I'm going to do that. And they're like, no, you can't do that. Because like that old Krona. It's like a rule like uh, that we have uh. that you can't do that. And he's like, screw you. I'm doing it anyway. And it goes back. And then that causes the Christ of the Infinite Earths. OK. Um, that's and fun. that's actually in Christ. And that's been like a story since like the 80s. Cool. Um, he goes back and he watches the hand of not God because they try to avoid adding a religion, but like the being, like right. the hand of the being, place uh, essentially the singularity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by doing that, by observing that, created the anti, like the monitor, and like exploded the universe in infinite world and in infinite universes. Uh, created the anti-universe where the anti-monitor and monitor and blah blah blah. All that comics crap. are weird, as it turns out. Um. Uh, one guy. Um, time traveled back to watch Krona watch the universe. It's a little voyeuristic, but okay. <laughs> and uh, he uh got a lot of powers and could uh was immortal and could harness all of the emotions and everything. And they were like, and they made him a lantern. Okay, comics are freaking weird. So they made him into like one of the lantern core people, or they made him into a physical. Uh, they made him into a person that uh, he is the pure emotional energy or something, even though that's the thing that they're draining from. It's a different thing um, that all of their power, right. all of their power draws from him or something. It's, it's hard to explain uh and also hard to understand and also i don't really even know that was a confused bear noise in case you didn't get i was doing the bear (laughs) hands again um and so basically their plan was they uh use him they unleash him oh no they tried to keep him locked away and then they unleashed him by accident and then they had to and then the guardian or the green lanterns had to kill him had to destroy him or something typical and then sinestro uh murdered all of the guardians great good go and, sinestro and it this was a, what we need it was a gnarly gnarly thing so it was a lot of big shit going on all at once mm-hmm. and i like so in the red Lan- green lantern Corps and the red lanterns and i haven't read uh the new guardians line yet uh they don't cross over a lot like the superman does so i tell all this like this is one big story that's going on mm-hmm. but it all takes place in the green lanterns like okay. that's it it's just it's in wow. that line um but it has very clear and obvious ramifications on the stories of the other ones mm-hmm. and so boy he, i guess i couldn't tell what those ramifications could be from all that but there's a lot of them sure uh and so like reading it you you don't have to go switch between all of the lines to understand what's going on you can read the green lanterns or the Green Lantern, so you understand what mm-hmm. happened, and then you can read Red Lantern, and it's its own coherent story while being influenced by the events of the others. Isn't that a refreshing change? It is. I like it. Yeah. Very bloody, very metal. Nice. A lot of blood, and like, there's a lot of 
uh, big old art pieces of someone holding like a skull with the spine dropping or like kind of hanging from it. Sweet, it's good stuff like that. Atrocitus does that a few times. Yeah, yeah, does it a lot. That's my boy, what do you expect from a guy called Atrocitus? Yeah, uh, he used to be called Atros. I love how like the Green Lantern villains, Atrocitus, Sinestro, Evil Man, <laughs> Evilman, Darth Tyrannus, Darth Tyrannus. Oh my god. Uh that's all I wanted to say about it. I, it's just, it's it's kind of enjoyable. It's, the first three uh, volumes of all of them are like, eh, it's fine. But mm-hmm. like, the aftermath, like when, you know, the all of them get better at about volume four, mm-hmm. they're uh, pretty good. Yeah, all right. Yep. Cool. I don't really care to talk about it anymore. That's all right. My glass, so right now I'm wearing my glasses, mm-hmm. um, which people can't see, but like... Um, I can. When I sleep in my contacts, it... I need to like let them relax. And so like I take my contacts out uh, and I wear my glasses, but I hate doing that because when I wear my glasses, I feel like tired, more tired and kind of groggy. Uh, and so right now I'm just feeling like icky. Like it's mm-hmm. like I'm early in the morning and haven't like woken up yet, even though yeah. it's almost four o'clock, five o'clock, maybe four Oh eight, four Oh eight. It's after four o'clock and I have been up and doing things all day. Yep. So, that's why I'm like, I'm kind of tired of talking. That's all right. Shall we? Rawr. What a weird. That was an affirmative bear noise. What a weird I, couple I, episodes. Again, did the bear hands. Yeah. Just, just in case. Uh, we shoutst. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and uh, your fine local podcastery. I burned that one last week. I thought of it, and then I just kind of threw it out there. I should have just kept it in there and kind of like a nice, <laughs> man, what a mess I am. It's okay, no yeah. one's listening to this one, so I can I can save it and I can do it nice and smooth on the next one. Um check us out on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. I'm eager to see what uh gems Gage manages to extract from these episodes in particular. This is gonna be a fun one. Yep. Hope he's up to the challenge. I'm Good sure luck. he is. I have I have tremendous faith in him. Uh more faith in him than I have in us ourselves, I I might say. Um, let's see. What else is going on? Uh we've got Facebook, Twitter, at Just Us Losers Pod, Instagram, at Just Us Losers Pod, although really we mostly don't exist on those platforms at this point. We have a Gmail, JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com, where um, something, something, how I met your mother, Bionicles. I don't have the creative energy to, to figure out how to actually smush those into some sort of coherent sounding nonsense, but... We'll go with that. Let's see. Uh, next week, hopefully, or, well, next week will be a, a news week, so I don't know if there will have been any news, but week after that, we'll probably have some early House of the Dragon re- uh, speculations and, and reactions and all that sort of good stuff. Um, I would like to be done with Better Call Saul Season 6 at that point, uh, by that point, but we'll see how that's going. But aside from that, I think that's everything I've got to say. So... Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.